yeah, good time. Enjoyed the property a lot. Like I said, and, and Puerto, that was my first time to Puerto Vallarta area. Um, same for Kyle. Nice. So, well, nice. it's fun with Puerto Vallarta because if you're, if you grew up in the eighties and nineties and you grew up listening to game shows, watching game shows, Price is Right, mm-hmm. Family, Family, right. Food, whatever, or well, I guess Wheel of Fortune. Whenever they give away a Mexican vacation, it's always, and a trip for four to Puerto Vallarta. It was always Puerto Vallarta. Yep. That's yep. how I know Puerto Vallarta. I don't even know where it is in a Mexico map. If I looked at a map of Mexico, I couldn't be like, uh, it's there. I just know, Rod Roddy, <laughs> and a trip for four to Puerto Vallarta. Resonated value, $7,544. That's, it was never Cancun. It was never River Maya. It was always no. Puerto Vallarta. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Welcome back, Jen. Oh, thanks, Dave. It's been a little bit, huh? It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Podcast. That's right. We are both back now, finally, in the same... Back. Well, not the same studio. In the same laptop boxed space yes. now, looking at each other, talking yes. uh, about Disney and all that good stuff. Main Street Electrical Podcast, and uh, we're glad you guys are there. Hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Jen, how did you Disney this week? Or last... You have, like, two weeks to cover now, like, whatever. I have, like, two weeks to cover. Uh, you have a yeah. whole space to choose from. How did you Disney? Um, so, I mean, honestly, I've been Disneying by going through memorabilia, uh, because yeah, we're like sort of packing up, putting Mm -hmm. some stuff in a storage unit because we're looking to maybe move. So we have to stage the house and, um, I've come across some real treasures from the past few years. So it's fun. I actually found these like annual pass holder things from like 2008. Oh, wow. Back when pass passes were like $500. Yeah, those and even nice. then it was like, oh my gosh, those are so expensive. Those were the days. Exactly, exactly. Well, I Disneyed by being in Disney last week. Well, that's the best way days. to Disney. We'll, and uh, we'll talk about that over the episode and stuff. But it really was, it was a great trip. It was a wonderful trip. There were 14 of us that went, which had the, the potential for disaster all the way across the uh, board. Because true. when I told anybody, yeah, how many people are, are going? 14. Oh my goodness. That's awful. No. It was actually really good. There were one or two moments where there was like a little disagreement here or there about what we should do. But mm-hmm. overall, people kind of did their own thing. It was my That's family good. and this family together and then this family and that family together. And then our family, like it was, you know, four families total. We kind of hooked up here and there. And there was some a, a little bit of, okay, we're going to wait here for you guys to come on. But you need to come on. Don't stop and shop. Don't stop and take pictures. You need to mm-hmm. come on because we're riding this now. Let's go so we can mm-hmm. bump. You know, a little bit of that sometimes. But overall, it was a great trip. It was a, it was a great trip. We'll That's get into good. more of that uh, a little bit later on, including Genie Plus and Das Passes and crowds and such. So we'll talk about that. And, and we'll hear about your trip as well. But first, I want to get into – oh, I want to ask you, Jen, how was your Thanksgiving? Let's, uh, let's, let's jump on <gasps> that real quick. Yeah, Thanksgiving was good. Um, it was – we went to my parents' house. So it's kind of a chill, a chill day. Honestly, we, um, you know, my mom basically cooked everything. I helped clean up. Mm-hmm. We watched movie. We actually, we watched um, a Muppets Christmas Carol because nice. like that's perfect. And then we not? watched Muppets Letters from Santa from 2008, which I had never, ever seen. Nobody had heard of that. Like I heard several people going, I didn't know this existed. And like, and I didn't either. It. How was it? I haven't seen it. You know what it was? I did. I don't like the music as well as some of the other Muppet right. movies, but it was great. It was super cute. It was mm-hmm. just. A, it was a fun. Um, it was funny. There were some some good moments, and it's funny. My my dad, he's into um, like you know police officer shows, FBI, like of any course. of those kind of, of like crime right. shows. He's like, wait, that's the guy from Blue Bloods. <laughs> like, David, okay. No, Tom Selleck. Oh no, no, no. Was he no oh. uh, Law and Order? Uh, one of the guys from Law and Order. Oh gosh, there's like 15 iterations of Law I Order. I know. Uh, I Anthony I don't Anderson, even know if Chris, was... no, they were sort of there. No, 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 no. He... I want to say he's one of the district attorneys. Um, he's not. I, he's not one of the. I have no anyway. idea. Anyway, or no maybe idea. he's like partners with somebody. Anyway, well, I'll I'll look it up. I'll have to. You know what? Well, I'm gonna look it up. A I'm couple of months ago, it. I finished all 490 something episodes. Well, actually, now we're into 500 episodes of Law and Order SVU. I watched from season one all the up to the current season. So I probably can knock out both of those, but I could I can't find the original Law and Order. Like it's like I think NBC, oh that one's hard to find. Well, NBC has like seasons eight Jesse, or something. Jesse Martin, Jesse is Martin, the guy. yes, he was also Jesse in Ally McBeal. That's how I know him actually. Is Ally yes. McBeal, and he was in Rent. 
He was in at least the feature. He film was in time. Rent. That's right. I don't know. Sing. He may have been in the original Rent, like the uh... Broadway, Broadway musical, but I know he was in the movie. Um. Anyway, he sang sings a great yes. version of Five of uh, uh, Seasons of Love, which is fantastic. And so, yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. He really is. No, he he was in Rent. Yeah, he was in Rent. Oh, very good, very good. Yeah, Justin very Martin's good. A, Justin Martin's so, a good actor. I like that guy. I like that guy. Yeah, he was great. I mean, he did, he didn't have a huge role, but it was right. it was a good role. So, and that's it for the Main Street Electrical SVU Law and Order oh. Broadway podcast. <laughs> Let's get to some news. <laughs> It's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Vanney. Yeah, news. All right, so this is funny. I came across this this morning. This this morning, um, and this is from one of those websites that you know you kind of like. Okay, take with a grain of salt, but mm-hmm. they do have pictures, mm-hmm. and so I kind of think it might be Ooh. true. Okay. Permits have been filed for the new Wizarding World of Harry Potter land at Epic Universe, which is very interesting because mm. we don't know what that looks like. Now, Epic Universe is going to be a, a Universal is, is they have a their problem is the fact that they're so scattered with their land. They don't have land; it's all mm-hmm. continual, which is why Endless Summer, which is their most most their newest resort, it's a value resort. I know you don't know what right. that means, Jen, and you probably don't even know that. I'm this, confused. You might have to it's explain. Literally across the interstate. Like when I'm booking that, when I'm quoting for clients, one of the cons I'm letting people know is you you, you can walk it. There is a bridge right. that takes you across the interstate to get to the regular park. You don't want to do mm. that, like, and so no, you know their um, their wet and wild was down the road. They had to clear that out, and so their their new land area is going to be like a mile down the road, and all this land wow. in between they don't own, and so they've got to figure out the shuttle services or whatever to get to the new parks. That's going to be one long leg on the magical or oh my god, <laughs> on the Wizarding on the Express. Express. On the Hogwarts That's gonna be one long Express. leg on the Hogwarts Express. And why okay. they don't call their shuttles the night buses, I don't know. That they have to call it. That. Well, they but, totally should. So they're, they're, the theory has been in the Epic Universe, there will be different lands. I've heard Mario mm-hmm. Land is coming. I've mm-hmm. heard the, the land dedicated to How to Train Your Dragon is coming. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Harry Potter world. Right. And the rumor is that it's going to be themed to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which is fine. But that's not a really popular movie. I was going to say, but like, I, I even know a ton not. of Harry it's, Potter fans that are like, eh. Yeah, I mean the movies are okay. Yeah. The third one was supposed to come out. I think it got, it got pushed back from 2020. Nobody's excited about it. it's. No, it's honestly like the new Avatar movies. People know they're coming. They should have been coming a long time ago. Nobody's excited they just, about it's it. It's like it's nobody coming. cares anymore. Nobody it's really terrible. cares anymore. Um, honestly, if you're going to build a Harry Potter world, you need to do the whole Ministry of Magic. Do the Ministry of Magic kind of area, build it on the original. Yes. And, uh, and obviously, they want to move forward with the Harry Potter universe, and I get that. But I don't know how excited people are. Well, people are going to be excited because of Harry Potter. But at the same time, it's like, right. eh, I don't care about Fantastic Beasts. I don't really know the characters or the whatever. So anyway, we'll see what Universal does with it. In 10 same. years, they'll move it. They'll take it out and put it in something new, like a new Transformers area or whatever. But um, Also, Finding Nemo over at Disney World gets a sequel, gets a new name. It's going to be called Finding Nemo, The Big Blue and Beyond. And it will be set during oh. the timeline of the Finding Dory sequel, uh, which is the sequel to the original Finding Nemo film. The show will be set in the Marine Life Institute and will open with the rest of the tank gang from Dr. Sherman's office. Uh, we saw those in the post credit scene. They were in the big, you know, the, the, the yeah. bags and everything. They're like, now what? Um, so they made right. it to California. So we mm-hmm. will hear more about this as, as it opens up and everything. Oh, interesting. I think they're going to keep some of the original songs. They probably have to because those songs are I hope. The Big Blue World is such a great song. Big Blue I World. Love that one. And just keep lo- swimming. If we lose, don't just keep swimming. I'm gonna be so upset because that's my favorite song, Disney World. I love just keep swimming. So upset. I love that one. It makes me sad that that's even possibly gonna go away. Uh, Candlelight Processional, as we re- reported, you know, many people reported it, but I'll, I'd like to say that we broke the story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Candlelight Processional, like they sold out immediately because there's only four restaurants doing it. Right. I was today years old when I found out that they're doing a quick service Candlelight Processional dining package at the Regal Eagle Smokehouse in America, in the American Pavilion. No idea. So basically, they're offering it as $39.99 per person. It includes an entree, non-alcoholic beverage, a dessert, and a guaranteed seating at your choice of show. Availability is limited, and packages are distributed on a first-come, first-served basis. So it's not something you can reserve. You just have to go there and get it. Um, I don't know a lot of details about this. Again, I just found out about this literally 15 minutes ago. Like when I was looking for stuff for the show, I'm like, there's a quick service package? Didn't even know. Is there a list of where? Uh, a, a Regal Eagle. That's it. That's, oh, just, just the Regal Eagle. Just the okay. House. Yeah. Okay. So if you're in Epcot and you want to go see Candlelight Processional, go there and see if you can get a package, see if it works. Let us know how that works. I would love to know if it, if it actually does work. 
Uh, we were yeah. here last week walking through Epcot. The first show was at 5.15. At 3 o'clock, there were people lined up for the first show. That um, doesn't surprise me. There were two me. lines. One line on one side mm-hmm. is the standby. The other line is the Candlelight Processional, um, the seating packages. And that line was already started, too, at 3, but it wasn't quite as quite as heavy. Sure. The first line at 3 o'clock probably had about 50 or 60 people in it. They were lined up. And this is this was to see the And I'm not going to try to say her name, but this is the girl who voices Moana. Um, obviously, she's popular with the Moana crowd. She's not somebody that I would have heard of or be lined up to see. I can only imagine when somebody more, even more popular uh, shows up, like Jody Benson or whatever, how the how right. long that line's going to be. Uh, so, yeah. Finally, annual passes now unavailable, which I got to tell you, my my luck with annual passes, I, this, is, this is God telling me that he does not want me to have an annual pass. Because September 2020, the family and I went to... To Disney World, we bought a 10-day ticket with an attempt to bridge it to an annual pass, and we found out that the day before they had stopped the annual pass selling, sales altogether. They brought it back this summer, and we're like real excited. My wife and I are talking about it. We're like, you know what? November, we'll buy, we got a 10-day ticket in November. We're gonna bridge that to an annual pass. So we get there, and uh, we we show up, and annual passes have become suddenly unavailable. And I'm like, seriously, like like literally hours before they were unavailable. And just, this is just God doesn't want me to have an annual pass. So two years in a row, we bought ten day tickets, used five to six days of them, <laughs> four days that are wasted because we're expecting to get an annual pass. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. So it is something that we, I, I don't know that we expected it, but I thought it might happen um, because oh. it, they're just they're so busy. I mean, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no space. You, you, these reservations are gone for the parks. The park pass reservations are crazy. They're busy. Um, and I think over the just, holidays, over the yeah. holidays, yeah, over the holidays. Maybe. I wish they had sold them anyway, even with the caveat of okay, you need to sign this form with the understanding that you don't get back in the park until January or everything is blocked out until January the 15th yeah. or something. And maybe they'll do that later on because maybe they want to figure out when they can resell them safely. But yeah, I would have purchased one, I, even with the because I'm not coming back till March. So, you know, if they'd said, okay, name your time just when you want to start your passes starting in February 1st, I would have been fine with that, or March 1st, I'd have been fine with that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I hate that they're just suddenly unavailable, which is... It's annoying. Yeah. I mean, it's also like, really? But yeah. Disney, please yeah. let me give you my $1,200. I know. <laughs> actually, like, it would have been $900 because that was the bridge between the 10-day The bridge between the two, right. Because we had a TA ticket with travel agent ticket and it would have been that cost or whatever. So, so yeah, that's crazy. So let's talk a little bit about... First of all, let's talk about your trip. You went to Cancun with... with with Rockstar Agent Kyla, yes. um, who our quasi producer Heather loves to talk about all the time. She's Kyla, 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 Kyla. Um, <laughs> so, Jen, a little about your trip, Cancun. What are you guys down there for? What was going on? Oh, actually, what we're not in Cancun. not Cancun. We were in sorry. Mexico, Mexico, but we were Same we were thing. over. It's all Cancun. Uh, we, yeah, no. <laughs> we flew into Puerto Vallarta, so that's uh, on the west uh, coast of Mexico. And then we actually had to cross state lines, literally, um, because there we went from the state that Puerto Vallarta is in, which I believe is Jalisco. And we had to cross over into Riviera Nayarit, which I'm sure I just butchered that pronunciation. Probably. I'm so sorry for Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. I I took French, so that's <laughs> so I pronounce everything like French. So you and Kyla go to um, Paris, you're set. You and Kyla go to Puerto Vallarta, you're like, I don't know what the do. Oh no, Kyla speaks Ky- Kyla's parents both taught Spanish. Oh, so well, she there you go. no, she's not fluent, but she's pretty good. Like right. she can um right. gotcha. Yeah, she's she's pretty good. So between the two of us, between me and Kyla, we can we, we can go to a couple of places. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, we stayed at the Secrets and Dreams Bahia Mita. Mm-hmm. which is a new build and right on the, right on the um, Pacific ocean. And it was lovely. So I have to say, you know, the beaches are different than the beaches in Cancun. Um, kind of a small beach. You're going more for the pool area there, but it was a lovely large resort. It had a fantastic spa. We really enjoyed that. Um, good food. And we were down there for the travel impressions, best of the best, um, which was a big honor for the which agency. Of course is our agency. And of course is you and G- you and Kyla. Of course, <laughs> well, but we, uh, for sure, like that the agency definitely contributed to this. So it was just really nice to be honored um, mm-hmm. among some really fantastic colleagues yeah, this down is an there. Invitation only thing, right? This is something invitation you signed up for. This is like, you oh guys no, are no, the no, this was... come come with us. Yeah, exactly. It. It's like you have you know reached this level with us. We mm-hmm. are appreciative of your you know of you guys. Utilizing... Now, travel impressions. Explain travel impressions to the client or to the guests out there who don't aren't sure. So what travel, travel impressions, impressions is. is one of our vendors that we use to book through. So okay. um, it's kind of a one-stop shop for us and they have you know great rates for our clients and you know it's a way that we get um 
just, you know, it's a way that we package together. It's like when we're doing all inclusives or what we're doing, I mean, we can actually sell domestic trips that way. We can do a lot of, but that's, you know, when we're packaging airlines and hotels and transfers, all sorts of things together, we are often using travel impressions because they are um, a company that we really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we were invited down for their best of the best. It was, you know, fantastic. They had, um, the first night was a neon party, which was super fun. Kyla and I just had a ball people watching and, you know, walking around and we met some of our, um, our sales managers. From Bagel the plus resorts. alcohol equals fun for the entire family. Let me just say, I mean, let me just tell you Speak that dance experience, floor. Let me tell you. <laughs> that dance floor was lit and, <laughs> uh, but like actually lit, like from the bottom, like there were, there were so lights. funny. Um, and it was like, it was like there were anyway, but it was super hilarious watching certain people dance. Um, I believe we Marco Polo too from that dance yes, floor. Yes, you did. You did. You did. <laughs> and, yep. uh, there, Kyla had um, Kyla had an admirer. We will just say that. <laughs> no, Heather, it wasn't me. So stop that. <laughs> she, and she was just like me. She's like, um, I don't know what to do. I was just dying over there. I was like the afterthought. He was like, you look really great. Oh, your outfit's nice too. I'm like, cool. <laughs> that was, and she's like, looking at me like, what? It was. It was hilarious. Well, it's but, good that you um, stayed with her rather than, hey, I'm going to go home and get something to drink. You guys have a good- I wasn't that's, leaving her. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a good wingman. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, hey, let's go get some shrimp. Um, and then I found then I found the taco station. So mm-hmm. we were good because I was like, look at these appetizers. This is great. I want a freaking taco. Where's the taco? Oh, there's the tacos. So then, then I was okay um, after I found the tacos. And then the next night, I can't even think- what the next night was. Oh, it was um, this like boho chic thing. We had a great mo- motivational speaker um, who was, he was wonderful. He did magic too, which was cool. And then um, he's a former Philadelphia Eagle, John Dor- Doran Camp. Yes. I mean, I'm Don't from know. Pittsburgh. I'm from Pittsburgh. Right. So, I mean, that's the opposite side of the state for me. Well, but you also he was don't great. sports very much either. So it I could, don't sports very he much. He could have been a Pittsburgh Steeler and you'd have been like Ben I Roth- would have at least Okay, no, I at least you know. know the Steelers' names because I live here. So, like, I don't have a choice. <laughs> but then anyway, the last night was um, a gala night. So everyone's in their formal best. Mm-hmm. I think they surprised us with this random, like, it was awesome. Mark McGrath's on stage where he had, like, some Sugar I Ray going on. Sugar Ray going on. That's <laughs> like Kyle and I were like, right in front of the stage we're like yeah like we're back to college baby it was uh all the, we had, the, we had the gen z's out there going who is this guy what, literally gen z is like i don't know who yeah, this is. i don't know who this is who's sugar is that maroon five what is that i don't know. <laughs> like they get into i just want to fly kyle and i'm like mm-hmm. we're, <laughs> we're rocking out we're like screaming the lyrics i'm sure we're on video somewhere just being absolute fools dancing in That's our gowns funny. and heels um there were girls heels in front of the stage they're like People just wanted to stand there and like sort of be right in front of the stage. And well, he's also a good looking dude. Even now, Mark McGrath is a good looking guy. I mean, he's in his, I guess, 50 something. He's aged well. He's he's really funny. Oh. Um, I, I maybe maybe you saw him in person, maybe he hasn't, but I will say oh. that like he's on serious no, weekend. He yeah. he's funny, he's engaging. Yeah, he's hilarious. He, we're he and I are actually best friends because I okay. have a Christmas <laughs> ornament. That when you, it's a little blimp, a Christmas Santa in a blimp. And when yeah. you push the button, it sings, I want to fly. And I put that on Instagram and I tagged him on it. And he responded like with, that's awesome or something like that. So obviously he and I are best friends now. I mean, obviously. We, we, we spent time together on Instagram, approximately seven seconds of non-communication. So, you know, so yeah. I mean, that's uh, like, you, you're basically besties. Yeah, pretty much. No, he was hilarious. And there was this one gal in the crowd. I mean, let's just say... She was at least 30 years his senior. <laughs> she was she was quite into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kyla and I also enjoyed that. So we, we, we were like, dang, look at look at her go. She was like, she was on it. It was it was entertaining. You can only hope um, that you're that you're that limber, you know, 40 years from I now mean, when, literally, when 60, like yes. when I'm like, however old she is, mm-hmm. if I can be that spry, like these are hashtag goals. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was, we had such a super great time and we mm-hmm. met some of our, our, um, our sales managers. I mean, not met, but like, you know, we right. got to hang out right. with them. So yeah, good time. Enjoyed the property a lot. Like I said, and, and Puerto Vallarta, that was my first time to Puerto Vallarta area. Um, same for Kyle. Nice. So, well, it's nice. fun with Puerto Vallarta because if you're, if you grew up in the eighties and nineties and you grew up listening to game shows, watching game shows, prices, mm-hmm. right. Family, family, right. Food, whatever, or well, I guess wheel of fortune. Whenever they give away a mixing vacation, it's always, and a trip for four to Puerto Vallarta. It was always Puerto Vallarta. Yep. 
That's yep. how I know who Puerto Rico. I don't even know where it is in a Mexico map. Like, if I looked at a map of Mexico, I couldn't be like, uh, it's there. I just know Rod Roddy <laughs> and a trip for four Puerto Rico. Resident value seven thousand five hundred forty-four dollars. That's it was never Cancun. It was never Riviera Maya. It was always no. Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta, yeah. And I don't know if that's because, like, from, you know, Hollywood, that's a closer flight. You know, that's right. still West Coast, whereas right. East Coasters tend to go to Cancun. But it just, it just sounds so exotic, too, Puerto Vallarta. And honestly, it especially through the 90s, Cancun had this, had, I'm not saying has, but had, had a stig- this stigma of, of the parties, the party. Spring break. They had the documentary, the, the, the quote unquote documentary reality movie, the real Cancun, yeah. which is an awful film. It's terrible. Um, not that I've seen it, but if I had, I would tell you it's <laughs> terrible. Um, no, it's, it's, you know, it has the stigma and it's like Panama city beach or Daytona beach, which I think yeah. now is kind of coming out of that stigma. It's coming out of that a little bit. Um, but yeah, supportive arches just sounds exotic and it sounds cool. like, yeah, well, even Cabo, it does sound a little, you know, party, party ish. But Puerto Vallarta yeah. just sounds cool and Mexican and, and, and high end. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, so. And and you know, secrets and dreams, Bahiamita. Yeah, like it was. And there's a family side, and then there's adults only side, and there right. was some really neat infinity pools and stuff. So, so yeah, the, we had this, a great time. This is a resort that you would recommend, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, we really liked it. Awesome. Uh, lots of fun things to do. So if that's the area of Mexico you want to go, I would definitely sell it. It is about an, probably 45 minutes from the airport, so it's a bit of a longer transfer than some other places. But it Very was. Nice. Um, yeah, but it was a cool drive. We saw a Skyliner. I'm like texting Kyla because she was in the bus behind me. I was like, dude, there's a Skyliner? She's like, where are we? I'm like, are we in Disney? I'm That's awesome. confused. Like, it was awesome. Going over to the Riviera, Maya. So sure, yeah, Skyliner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we we flew out uh, early Saturday morning of the 20th. Mm-hmm. Um, our flight was at 545 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And Okay, Oof. so let me, just, let me just set this up. There were 14 of us. My wife's family, uh, every year, the, the parents, her parents take, not every year, but every seven or eight years, her parents take the whole family to Disney World. And every time we go, and I've been to three of these now as being part of their family for the last 18 years, um, every every time they go, it's emphasis on a different set of grandchildren. The first mm, time we went okay. to seven, um, my wife's sister, Stephanie's sister, has an older sister, and she has a family of four. Her kids are now like 24 and 20. At the time, they were like seven okay. and four. So this is 2007 or whatever the math is right there. And mm-hmm. so the trip was kind of all about them. You know, my Steph and I didn't have any children right. yet. 2013, we went as a family. Of course, their her kids, they, the kids were older. Our son Campbell was two years old, so the trip was kind of about Campbell. I mean, it was about every, all the grandkids, but kind of about Campbell because there were three grandkids. Mm-hmm. Well, this time Steph's younger brother Tyler has a has a wife and three kids, and their kids are like five, three, and one. Um, so ah. they're they're much younger, and so this trip is kind of all about them. Uh, fortunately, the whole family gets to go, and this is our Christmas present. Like this is what we oh, get. Yeah. We get nothing under the tree with our name on it for anybody because this is our present. Um, like Campbell's Christmas present from the grandparents was basically like you get a ticket, you got a seven day park hopper ticket. That's your ticket. That's your yeah. present. He'll have something I'm sure with a name on it because he wants to open a present, but he didn't even care about the presents himself. He just wants to open stuff. I've seen right. Him. Um, and so. So wrap an empty box. <laughs> we stayed at Saratoga Springs and the way it was set up is my wife and Campbell and I, Steph and I had a one bedroom to ourselves and the older sister and their family of four had a one bedroom. And then the family of five and the pa- grandparents had a two bedroom at Saratoga. Oh. The, the rooms were beautiful. They were mm-hmm. fantastic. Saratoga Springs had just been refurbished. I mean, everything you need is there. The kitchen area is, is a perfect size, mm-hmm. great counter space. The stovetop, like the, not yeah. like a little art of animation mini area, but like an actual stove stove, microwave, full-size fridge. The bed was so comfortable. It slept oh. up to six. Uh, it was a king-size bed for us. And our kid typically crawls in bed with us in the middle of the night anyway. So we went ahead and just put him in our beds because I, I had to work. I mean, I worked every night last week um, late, or late at night, and I didn't want him sleeping on the sleeper sofa. Um, which, by the way, I took a nap on one of those. Very comfortable. It is. Um, that's a nice. Very, sofa. very comfortable. The view was great. I mean, the whole room was fantastic. So I cannot yeah. talk, express enough how great it was. We hate we ate the quick service there. Our animators palette. Uh, I love were, that one. Is either animators or artists? I think it's artists. Palette. It's artists palette. It's, it's animators artist palette. on the ship. Um, Correct. It's great little great little counter service. They have a gift shop mm-hmm. counter service together. Sort of like, and you won't know this, but sort of like Pop Century has their gift shop and counter service kind of together, you know? Oh, uh, okay, Saratoga cool. Has I it. mean, it, I know what it looks like at Saratoga. It probably is the only similarity that I'm going to be able to tell you about between Saratoga Springs and Pop Century Resort. I mean, but, probably. Yeah, there. So that was kind of the setup of how we went. And and I, I don't want to go day by day because I'll, I would bore everybody going, and then we rode Barnstormer, and then we went over to Dumbo. You know, but I do, I do have, I wrote down a couple of things I do want to talk about. First of all, the crowds were were crazy because it's it's Christmas time. Um, uh, the yeah. entire week was sold out for, for Park Pass mm-hmm. reservations. Now, I will say that 
I had a family, and I'm, I'm going to give you... Okay, so first day, we had the family of five. They're driving in from South Alabama. So they were. we were all supposed to meet at... Um, at uh, uh, Tutorial Forno, and I'm saying the name Tutorial Forno. The Bonnie Tutoria? Tutoria. I can never say it correct. Tutoria. I, I have to type it in. I'm like uh, on Google. I'm like T U T T I O, and hope it pops up. Wait, I'm are like, you talking oh, Tuto it. Italia or Trattoria Al? Whatever Forno? is the Boardwalk is it? Trattoria Al Forno. That's what I just said. <laughs> so anyway, I type it in, and it pops up. So we were all going to be there at six o'clock for for dinner, but we got in a little bit later. The flight came. The flight was a little bit late, and then like the family of five was driving in, and they got stuck in traffic. And so um, the, the the grandmother of the group, uh, she got to her room late because she didn't have a chance to freshen up. Which you women know this. I don't get to freshen up. I'm not going out to dinner. I just got done flying. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't have time mm-hmm. to, to freshen up makeup. I'm not going anywhere. I'm fine. I'm in my pajamas. Right. So I went to the uh, went to the to the Bell Service, or concierge there at Saratoga Springs, and I talked to a guy. I think his name was I think his name was Tyler actually. And I was like, Tyler, here's my thing. I got 14 people at the restaurant that Jen just said, and we're we were supposed to go there in like 20 minutes. We're not going to make it in 20 minutes. I got five people not even here yet. I got a grandmother who is not going to go anywhere because she needs to freshen up. And he was like, say no more. I got you. We'll take care of it. And they, they canceled it without any charge. The other thing was I had a family coming in, a family of eight actually, coming in on Thursday, on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, over the course of the last six months, there had been several changes. First, there was two people that were going to go. Then they weren't going to go. And then two more people were going to go. And then mm-hmm. two people were going to go and only be there for part of a day. So we bought them a ticket. Then we yeah. had to cancel that ticket. So we added a whole lot of changes to their trip. Somehow, some way, and I'm going to say this is on Disney actually, because I swear that I did this, because um, I wrote it down. Um, they didn't have two of the two of the eight did not have park pass reservations for Magic Kingdom on Friday. Everybody else what? did, but not them. So I was Tyler was so amenable and so friendly and just hanging out. I was like Tyler, let me just say one more thing. I said, here's my deal. I'm told him the situation. He goes, so you need reservations for these two for Magic Kingdom? I said yes. He goes, do you have their email? And I pulled out the information. He goes, doo, 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 doo. no problem. They're at Magic Kingdom. Done. I was like. That's amazing. This is this is this is magical. I was I was skipping step. I, I was on my phone. I was like, uh, "Hey, client, just so you know, I'll never give you a problem without a solution. Here's the problem. Here's the solution. I'm awesome. I mean, it was great. It was really great. That's was, a, I, I, was you awesome. know what? But there were people who were saying that their park passes were falling off. Yeah, we yeah. don't know why. If it was like, yeah. I mean, I, I there had to have been some sort of a technical. Wow, that's a really loud truck. Um, <laughs> that I, I was I like, are you hungry? Like, <laughs> my gosh, holy moly. Um, but yeah, it, it, there were a few technical glitches mm-hmm. that yes, I've been reading were. about. Fortunately, none affected my clients who were down there mm-hmm. that I know of. But <laughs> so the crowds were were crazy, uh, but they were manageable. And and I say this because, and this is reason number 25,000 to get a travel plan, travel plan or travel agent. Right. Have a plan. Because the only way you can survive crowds like that is to have a plan, to know what you're doing when you go to the park. Even if you're not very familiar with Disney, to at least be familiar with what you're supposed to be doing, have mm-hmm. a plan. We had a plan, and everything worked great. Everything worked fine. Uh, we did get Genie Plus each day of our trip. Um, because of our our travel agent tickets, we were able to get travel agent tickets, and, or, or some of us were. I was. And we were not able to add Genie Plus ahead of time, so everybody just right. decided as a whole, let's just add it day by day. We'll see what happens. Yep. So we added it the first day, and again, it's one of those things. I've taken webinars on it. You and I have talked about it. I've talked mm-hmm. to other people about it. I've watched mm-hmm. videos on it. Genie Plus is something that I don't know that you can really fully comprehend until you just do it. Until, until you do it. it. I agree. It. I did it six straight days in a row. Yeah. I, okay, so the bad part is that okay let me start with the good i'll start with the good part the start good with the part, good make it a sandwich make it a sandwich. Compliment sandwich the good part is it does allow you to get on attractions i mean it does yeah like you you hop on there now you need to be on at seven o'clock but if you can be there and be disciplined at 7 a.m uh local time in orlando you can get whatever attraction you want it's right there yeah uh, for however big your party is genie plus um once you once you get genie plus on your app uh, it's easy to do. You just pull up tip board, you scroll, and there it is. Yep. That's the one I mm-hmm. want. You got to do it fast. Yep. But there's the one I want. If you want to purchase one of the individual attraction selection, lightning lane selection, individual attractions, whatever they're called, it's easy. You just, I want Rise of the mm-hmm. Distance, boop, 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 two clicks later, you're done. You got to be fast, but two clicks later, you're finished. Yeah. The hard part about this was that D- Disney has a, has, a, has a problem here. You can't find the darn thing. You would think there's a button on the homepage that says buy Genie Plus. There is not. Yeah, no. No, there's, there's not. not. Every single day, and I'm not kidding you, every day I took me five to ten minutes to find where to purchase Genie Plus. I'm a travel So we should, we should pause, though, here and yes. say that's if you have tickets and you have not done Correct. Genie Plus Correct. as part Correct. of your package. Correct. If you're buying it day by day, yes. and maybe they do that because they want to make it harder for you to get. 
Uh, but buying um, it, it day is by day. more difficult. Yes. It is more difficult yeah. to find. It is it, like yes. five to ten minutes, and that I think that to me is a is a fault though because it should not take me five minutes. I've been I've done this. I've done travel planning over six hundred and thirty individual Disney trips for families over the last mm-hmm. eight years. I know what I'm doing. It should not take me five minutes to find something on the app. Right. And but I mean, chat- also, it's a new part of the app. It is so a new part like, of the app. True. But the but fact also, that you six days in a row, you still didn't, like, right. it still wasn't and, intuitive. And also, and this is for for you, Josh. I know you're listening. I know you always listen, Josh, tomorrow. So take this take this in the spirit in which it's intended. intended uh, it's in love. The chat feature is garbage because no, they dance around your they dance around your answers. They don't answer your questions. They don't have the authority they to do don't. anything. They don't. Basically. Well, I mean, like my question simply was, where do I purchase Genie Plus on this app? That was my question. It mm-hmm. took me ten to fifteen minutes to get an mm-hmm. answer from them about any of that. And yeah. like, well, if you pre-purchase it, I didn't pre-purchase it. Where do I purchase the day of? Oh, well, you can go here and get it. No, you can't. I mean, it's just it was it was a struggle. It really was a struggle. Once we got it, it was easy peasy. It was done. It was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, however. The bad part is that things go quickly. Um, things go fast. This is reminiscent of the old fast pass system where mm-hmm. they don't have fast passes for all day for everybody. They don't. It is because then it, what, what, what good would it mm-hmm. be if everybody had a fast pass and, you know, you could whatever. So by mid morning, most of the things that you want are gone. Uh, Hollywood Studios is a great example. By let's say the park opens at mm-hmm. nine, early entries at eight thirty. We go straight to the one you want to ride. Usually, we did Slinky mm-hmm. Dog or Toy Story Mania first because my kid loves Slinky Dog. Uh, we would get a Lightning Lane pass. I think mm-hmm. the first day we had a Lightning Lane pass. I believe for for Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We did it right at seven o'clock in the morning. Our pass wasn't until eleven thirty. It went that fast. Within five minutes, mm-hmm. it was gone. Uh, we also purchased Mickey Mini Runaway Railway. By the time we got to purchase it, after I got Millennium Falcon, so it was seven o two at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, our time was three fifty five. And mm-hmm. by 7.10, those are all gone. And, like, they're gone for the day. Now, you and I've heard, I have heard that they do dump more in there over the course of the next hour, over the course of the next... Probably based checking. on... You have to keep checking over and over and over. And yeah. who wants to do that? And that was a whole lot of face on my phone, no. looking, searching, yeah. searching, looking. And there was a lot of that, too. Um, it did make it easier on some attractions. It did make it easier mm-hmm. to get to the attractions, knowing that we were able to get those attractions out. Sure. Uh, I will say that Genie Plus, for $15 per person per day, I like it better adding it on as a whole to begin your trip before you do it day of because it reminds me of the dining plan where when you add it yeah. on as part of the dining plan, you don't worry about what you paid. I know that sounds right. very cynical and very just wasting money, and that's not what I'm saying. Like you don't think about, okay, well, today we paid for the dining plan, but we only ate one quick service, and we split a plate here at uh, at Primetime Cafe. And I don't yeah. You don't think about that. You, you just don't think do about it. that. When you're paying it per day, then you think, oh, we only did two rides today, whatever. Because paying for it per day really guarantees you one attraction and guarantees you a chance at other, other attractions. That's kind of what now, it is. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna put a caveat in there because okay, you were yes. there over one of the business. I was there. Yes. Now that is, Nan, I was and there. I had 12 people getting lightning lane. So Correct. that does make sense. I was different. there at the beginning of November, and I will tell you, I some mornings didn't even set up my first one until 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. I was still fine, still got multiples per day. And right. I could still buy, like I bought Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at 5.30 p.m. Run, one day for a nice. 7.30 slot. Nice. So I think a lot of it, like I, I want to say that over the holidays, mm-hmm. it's going to be right. way harder right. because of the crowds. Well, having versus, said that too, to add to know, that. I've been helping a family this week, and I purposely volunteered to help them do it because yeah. they they also have special needs as well. And I know they're very busy, and they've had a hard month. And I'm so I was mm-hmm. one of those families that, and you know this, Jen, one of the families that you know, and you're just happy to send them. You're overly excited that they get to go mm-hmm. because you know this family needs this break. Yeah. You're just so happy yeah. to be a part of it. You're so happy to be a right. part of what they get to do. And so I volunteered every day to say, you know what, I'll get up for you if, and, and set this up for you if you'd like. And they were mm-hmm. like, absolutely, would love that. And I did that partly because I wanted to see what this week was like versus last week. Sure, sure. And what you just said is absolutely right. This see? week, yeah. whereas last week, my boarding group for Remy at 7 o'clock in the morning was boarding group 63 and then 83. Yep. This week, I got boarding group number five for this family. Family see? of four. Um, yeah. I also was able, and I did Slinky Dog for them this morning, this very morning, as a matter of fact. I got it yep. for 1030 in the morning. Uh, Mm -hmm. just like that. Um, so I think crowds are going to play a big, big part of it. Crowds. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I I just really think, and that's the one thing when I was reading stuff this week, I'm like, all right, but, but that's a busy week. So I'm, so over a holiday, like Brady and I already talked about it and we're like, we're not going to buy it New Year's Eve. We're just not because we'll get done what we get done. Right. So 
Right. Yeah. Well, and I have a family that several families who've added it for their Christmas week vacation. And I think it's good because again, it will guarantee them getting. No, it'll guarantee traction, something. Guarantee it'll be traction. worth it. Um, I think it, and I think over time these kinks can get worked out. One of the benefits, one of the only benefits to special needs is the DAS pass. So there was one point this week, whether it's good or bad, whether Disney forced me into saying this, I was like, thank you autism, because we got the DAS pass. Utilizing the DAS pass and Genie Plus was wonderful for our family. It was life changing for our family. Utilizing both. The bad part about the DAS Pass is setting it up beforehand because that phone line system they have is just horrendous. Disney, Josh, you got to change that. The way it works is just horrible. And I actually predicted that to begin with before they even introduced it. I was like, you're going to have 50 cast members working on 5,000 trips a week that can't get it done. People are giving these horror stories of being online or being on the phone for 12, 13 hours, getting disconnected, not getting it, whatever. So my, my honestly, it's easy for us. We just I tried four days in a row. I couldn't get through. We just set it up first five minutes of Magic Kingdom, set it up right there as we walked in. It was done. One of the things mm-hmm. that people have asked me and asked a lot of people because we didn't know. I was trying to find out the answer. And it's one of right. those questions. There's, there's a series of there's some questions that you have about Disney that you just it's such a specific question. You can't find the answer to it. A great question for me yesterday was mm-hmm. um, somebody asked me about Animal Kingdom Lodge. Is there enough room behind the bathroom door where the sink is, in the bathroom door in a standard room to put a pack and play? I have no idea. Maybe. Right, like, I don't I'm know. Insane. I have no clue. Uh, no clue. But but uh, I was able to find that answer out. I, we think there is enough room. But anyway, so a question that was asked of me several times was simply, okay, the DAS Pass. You got your guest that goes on the DAS Pass itself, himself, herself, and then you got five other people. So do you only get to put six people on this pass as a whole? Or can you put more yeah. than six and then go out and select mm-hmm. your party for your trip? Found mm-hmm. out directly – because we had 13 with the tickets, we could add all 13 to the party and then fantastic. per attraction, go and pick the people we wanted to go on, uh, which was fantastic, which will help families a lot. If they have families of seven or eight or nine, a lot of times you have a mom that doesn't want to ride. You have a grandma that doesn't want to ride. Or, sure. you know, guess what? The kid gets to ride twice. Uh, that's what happens several times. We rode Slinky Dog several times and we would just kind of rotate family members through who wanted to ride it. And mm-hmm. he loved it. We weren't necessarily using him as a tool to ride stuff, obviously. It was just stuff that he wanted. Um, but we were able to do several things like that. So using yeah. the DAS Pass and the Genie Plus in conjunction with each other, while we're waiting for a lightning lane to come up, we were using the DAS Pass. And quickly, the way it works simply is if a, if a wait time, let's just say a wait time on Small World is an hour. Oh, no. Peter Pan. Wait time on Small World is never an hour. Let's just say Peter Pan. <laughs> that uh, makes it, more it, sense. It's 1 o'clock Whatever. in the afternoon. The wait time is an hour. So mm-hmm. you set up your dash pass. You go in there. And if you go on my Instagram, actually, and Disney, uh, the magic on a dollar, and mm-hmm. you go on the highlights, you'll see an Instagram little highlight post of how a story of how how the dash pass works. Go in the app. Set up your dash pass. Pick your people. Um, it'll give you a return time. So mm-hmm. 60 minutes. So it might say come back at 2.05. A lot of times it'll be earlier, like 1.30 or 1.45, but let's just say 2.05. Mm-hmm. So you now waited the full hour. You just don't have to wait mm-hmm. in line. The disadvantage of the S-Pass is now you have to go to the lightning lane, so you might wait an extra 10 minutes. So really, we've waited an hour 15 versus everybody else who's only waited an hour, but we didn't have to do it in line, which is very helpful with special needs because a lot of children just can't do it. They can't focus. They can't stay in line. Yeah. We have a medical uh, medical stroller, which sounds a lot more ambulatory than it actually is. It's just a big <laughs> stroller is what it is. And we do that for him because he's very active. His legs work just fine. They work too well because he runs everywhere. Um, but it helps keep him kind of stable in one place. If we're in a line, a long line, like a Peter Pan or something 30 minutes in he's like climbing the walls he wants to get up he wants to move he wants to run around just mm-hmm. can't do it and a lot of kids are like that um and so the das pass is not for well i broke my ankle last week i'm still in a cast can you get the das pass no that's a wheelchair you need to be in a wheelchair yeah. it's really for those people who have cognitive disabilities or well disabilities of any kind um that uh, you just that prevents you from being in the line um right right you know like physical disabilities that's something you have to kind of weigh with the cast member. You go to the guest relations at any park mm-hmm. and you simply say, when you set up a DAS pass, a lot of times they'll have the blue umbrellas, the guest relations team set right. out in front or all around the parks and they'll set it up initially at the beginning of your trip. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned the trying to get on with a video was impossible. So we just did right. it first day with magic kingdom. They looked at everybody, looked at our parties, made sure everybody was on there. They, mm-hmm. they, they uh, did the bands and stuff. Um, Campbell has to go through first on any attraction. Uh, so he goes through first. Um, Stephanie had his band, went through. Mm-hmm. You know, We rode Mine Train, which is not on Lightning Lane. We just did the wait time. Right. It was an hour, 75 minutes. It was, you know, 2 o'clock. We came back at yeah. 3.45. And unlike Lightning Lane, where you only have an hour, you can go back at any time. 
you can't That's stack great. these. So if it's one o'clock and our time is one forty-five for Small World, uh, and it's two thirteen, two fifteen, two thirty, we don't have to worry about racing back over if we're on, you know, doing Barnstormer, we're doing Big Thunder or whatever, or we mm-hmm. left the park, we went to Grand Floridian. Uh, why would we do that? No, we went to All Star Sports to eat at uh, the Enzyme Food Court. Um, <laughs> Whatever. And, you know, we come back at 4 o'clock. We can still go do our DAS Pass. It's just half the yeah. day after the time. So it worked really, really, really well. And I Good. wouldn't mind I wouldn't mind doing a, a full disability access service episode, maybe on down the road. Maybe yeah, that would be somebody. a great idea. We can talk about mm-hmm. that, allergies and stuff. Uh, I do want to mention that we had several great experiences with allergies. Campbell, he's not necessarily allergic allergic, but we keep him off of gluten, off of soy, off yeah. of wheat, dairy. Mm-hmm. Stephanie is like no preservatives, no artificial dyes. Uh, mm-hmm. On any of that, he is one of the healthiest physical kids I've ever seen. Um, his diet is so fantastic. So, yeah. what she does is there is an email, and I recommend this to anybody with special needs. And there's an email at the service that or email that you could actually email out, and I would recommend doing this an out, a month or two months out to each of the restaurants, mm-hmm. and simply say, "Hey, we're going to Tusker House on November 26th at 11 a.m. Here's our confirmation number. It's a family of you know family of five. Um, our son Campbell has this these dietary restrictions." Blah, 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 letting you know. Basically, you're letting them know you're coming. So what happens is the chef will come out to the table. They will, a lot of times, a lot of times they will actually have certain things ready to go or certain things made on a different counter. A counter set up for that particular, just for that person. Uh, counter cleaned off and set up for that person at that time. Um, now it's it's not impossible, but if you do, let's say you were to, we were able to get into I don't know Liberty Tree Tavern at the last minute, yeah. ask mm-hmm. to speak to a chef. They're not going to have that cross contamination stuff set up yet. I mean, it may take a little while longer, right. or they may come out and say, you know, we would have this if we had advance notice, but we don't. So what we can do mm-hmm. is blah blah blah. Um, Campbell was able to eat, you know uh, grilled chicken. He was able to eat vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, Topolino's Terrace had a flourless flourless Mickey waffle with sugar free syrup for him and nitrate free bacon for him. Wow. Um, and you have to know too that Steph is very, my wife is very big on the dietary stuff. She does her research. Whatever she says goes mm-hmm. with that. I agree with it. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what a nitrate is. Let's go with it. Okay. Sure. So nitrate sure. free bacon and stuff. Um, you know, the, the, they're able to fix desserts like flourless and dairy free chocolate desserts and brownies and things mm-hmm. like that. A lot of times it's just cookies or whatever, but they'll come up with something. Uh, Topolino's is fantastic. Steakhouse 71 was amazing. The chef came out, talked to Stephanie, chef Brian. Wow. He came out, talked to her and he was like, well, here's what, we, tell me what we have. Stephanie was like, like, well, my son mm-hmm. is this, this, and this. Okay, well, here's what we can do. We're going to do this, this, and this for you. What if we do a steak? It's going to be a four ounce to six ounce. Is that okay? Uh, medium rare sounds good. Okay, so vegetables. All right, so, um, okay, we don't want to do, uh, I will tell you that the corn, you're not going to want to do the corn because the way we cook it is blah, 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 and that's going to go against what you're saying. But if we do the carrots, Campbell is very particular about his vegetables. He will not eat carrots in strips or in in, in tubes or whatever, carrot sticks, stalks, yeah. or whatever, tubes. Um they need to be cut up into either cubes or like sliced into circles and cut in half. They they did that. They cu- they cooked them wow. very soft. And Steph and I actually took the carrots real quick and chopped them up on a plate. He ate most of his carrots. I mean, it just it worked really really well. So That's it's really great. great. Uh, the one that we I think the two that we didn't really care for as much um, Tusker House and it really wasn't anybody's fault other than just they didn't have a lot of the food there. Um, sure. He wasn't a fan of the chicken itself. You know, we had uh, early lunch. Uh, I, my meal was pretty good. I like breakfast much better there than I do lunch. I like uh, breakfast there for him. Mm-hmm. It was just just okay. Uh, Vianopoli was a problem and i think people with allergies need to know this not that they're rude about it or anything it's just the mm-hmm. style of food they have it's italian food they're not going to have a lot of non-pasta non-carb yeah. kind of stuff so we had a problem there a lot of times they can actually some certain restaurants and skipper's canteen has done this before where they actually went to another restaurant using the utilidors mm-hmm. the last time we went they went to liberty tree tavern to get him an allergy-free brownie and bring it back to him which was amazing Vianopoli doesn't necessarily have that capability and so right. Our meal there wasn't great. Uh, we didn't really enjoy for a lot of reasons. Plus, it was also very tired. He had one of his only very few meltdowns there. So it just was not a great mm-hmm. time for us there. Surprisingly, Pizza Rizzo, the pizza place in Hollywood, had yeah. an allergy menu. Like not That's only just like the pizza, shocking. but half their menu is if you have a soy yeah. allergy, here are your options. Dairy allergy, here are your options. Gluten. Like there's 12 options for, for allergy. Right. It's, it's remarkable. I was like looking at the menu going, my goodness. And and we were wow. able to say, well, can we get him a pizza without these things? And the, Which they don't have a chef. They have kind of a lead cook there or a lead kitchen person mm-hmm. there. Um, came out and said, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do this and this. We'll do this and this for you, whatever. It took a little bit longer to get it. We had pizza. Fantastic I've got pictures show. of Maine's pizza. It's just Disney is wonderful when it comes to allergies. So that's so, good. Um, so that's kind of a wrap up of my trip overall. Um, just uh, in terms yeah. of the crowds, Genie Plus, the Das Pass, and you know, obviously, we're I don't want to run into you know forever time. So you know, we can talk about this all day because 
I'm sure you have lots of stories too, but <laughs> one thing I want to end with here is simply being kind to your cast members. Uh, Genie Plus is frustrating. It's yes. so frustrating. A lot of cast members have problems with it too. And I would go to a cast member and say, where can I find this? And the cast member's mm-hmm. like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, because they a lot of them right. haven't used it they, for whatever reason. Uh, they haven't been able to use it or haven't had a need to. So they're still trying to figure it out. If, yeah. something, if something disappears and that's happened, you mentioned before that you know mm-hmm. that things have dropped off. I had one of my yeah, clients do that have. before. Um, I had a client just this morning say, hey, we had be our guest. It's not in the app anymore. What happened? I'm like, go to guest relations. Mm-hmm. Go look for it. It's something she set up. I didn't. So you go find it. Right. Um, see if it's there because it might very well be there. Um, and and it just might it might have fallen off the face of the reservation. It's just and we haven't had as much time to learn some of the yes. nuances. Yeah. Yeah, and and she said, "What if I just go to the restaurant and kind of beg because my daughter's the bail outfit?" I was like, "No, don't do that. Go to guest relations. That's where everything's going to happen. Yes. Go find that blue umbrella where it says guest guest experience team. Go find mm-hmm. them. If you go to the restaurant, it's just regular cast members there. Yep, and I they're mean, not going to do anything. Regular, but they don't have the power to override stuff and say, "Oh, let right. me get you in." They're not going to have that power. So go see guest relations people. Talk to them. Yes. Be nice to them. We were the final anecdote here. We were actually. Uh, we were on a bus, and of course, the 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 Disney Disney buses. By the way, uh, Jen Disney has a fleet of buses that they use from oh, resort to resort. Interesting. Um, when you want to branch outside of the Grand Floridian, and I know you realize for you there are four parks and three four resorts, and they're all surrounded around Bay Lake. There, you know, yeah. There actually are yeah. more resorts. Just FYI, I know I'm blowing your mind here. Huh? Exactly. Right? I don't I know, believe right? you. Right. Well, well, there's some in Boardwalk, and there's Saratoga and Old Key West. So. There oh, the, I, oh, well, the I know about Saratoga. Yes. So anyway, we were waiting for the bus. And we got on the bus. And, of course, I had the stroller and stuff and everything got on. And, yeah. And uh, they were uh, – well, actually, we were on the bus. And we were stopping in another location to pick up some mm-hmm. more people. And they, they, they put the ramp down for a guy with his, his little scooter to get up there. And so yeah. he got up there. And he was not very good at the scooter. He just couldn't parallel park it into that spot. And so the little bus driver, little short lady, was trying to tell him, let's get back at whatever. And, and he gets really frustrated, and he's trying to back it in. He, he, he bangs into a seat. He bangs mm. into another seat. He almost runs over my toe. you know. And she's like, well, sir, I just need you to, if you can. And he kind of just looks at her. He's like, well, why don't you do it then? I'll just get up and let you do it. And I'm like, and of course, her face is like, I just, it's, I'm, I, you know, she can't yeah. just pick the thing up and move it. Finally, they figured it out. I mean, they finally got it moved in a certain place, but it's just really rude, really rude to them. And <sighs> not her fault that you can't drive. I get it. And yeah, things are hot. Things are crazy. Things are busy. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Be kind to your cast member. If there yes. is a cast member that's being rude to you, if there's a cast member that's being a jerk to you, as you see it, sometimes they're you think they're jerks to you and they're really not. They're just trying to tell you this is my job and this is what I can tell you. Right. Um, that's when you go back to Yes Relations and say, you know, I was over at Splash Mountain and I was talking to cast member Frankie and he said this to me and I did not appreciate it. Take it up with Guest Relations. They'll figure it out from there. Don't just demean your cat. It's just, it's not nice. It's not nice. Be mm-hmm. kind. Um, and I've, sometimes people are rude to them too and you know, they have, they're humans and they have bad they days sometimes. They they exactly, you know, you don't, exactly. you don't know what may have just happened. Right. So right. I always try to give the benefit of the doubt. There's only been one or two situations where I'm like, all right, that was, yeah. there was no yeah. reason for that reaction whatsoever. Like I asked mm-hmm. a really nice question and and you were very short and very rude back, and like your your answer was, yeah. And those are but those situations uncalled are for. Rare. But that those was are, so like like yeah. I said, that's like in the how many times have I been, David? Right. right. Two like I can think of two times. You've been and, like two times since yesterday, since we recorded last right. yesterday. You've like been twice. and that's and and really the one time I'm I was like okay that was probably like they're having a bad day and I let mm-hmm. it go. There was only one time where I actually deemed it okay. This is problematic because if one of my clients had dealt with this, right. Like there was right. only one time where it was like absolutely right. out of line. That's right. and, the only time. I'm seeing on Twitter where people are like, the magic is gone. And I had this oh, experience, gosh. bad experience, whatever. And I'm, our experience was magical. I mean, it really, mm-hmm. really was. Yes, we had the Genie Plus and the Das Pass. So that helped a lot with the lines. But the food services was great. The dinners were great. Um, you know, Skipper's Canteen. Mm-hmm. We had we actually brought people who had never eaten there before to there. It was oh, fantastic. yeah. They did get rid of the Congaloosh, unfortunately. That's I'm very unhappy about that. Yeah, um, I like the Congaloosh. But they had some other creamy, coconutty kind of smoothie drink that was there that was fantastic. So like, oh, I had mm-hmm. a great experience all week long. Yeah. There was one or two times I was like, mm, not my favorite cast member. I, I would rank them below the other cast members I've dealt with. But overall... I had a magical time. I had That's a wonderful. Time. I had a great yeah. time. So can't wait to go back. Can't wait to send more people there. Mm-hmm. Um, Genie Plus is something we're still trying to figure out. I know we're like two months into it now. It's something that we're. It's going to take another month or two to e- really even come up with. Like, okay, so I kind of see how this is going. Um, but that, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. If you have Genie Plus questions, 
info at uponstartravel.com. And we will uh, answer as best we'll we can, as with, the, best we can. With, the, with the data that we have at hand. And that's the thing. With FastPass, yes. we had years worth of data. Oh, yep. yeah, this yep. gets weird sometimes, but here's the fix. Here's the workaround. We just yep. haven't learned all of those things because it hasn't been here long enough. So, all right, so we are learning new things every day. Top of mind, as we end the show yeah. here, let me ask you. I'm going to go park by park, Jen. I want you yeah. to give me – we'll start with Animal Kingdom. Uh, okay. First of all, if you recommend Genie Plus at all. But secondly, tell mm-hmm. me the ride you purchase. Okay. Tell me the ride you go to first. Okay. The ride you lightning lane first, or if you only get lightning one, and the okay. one you would wait till the end of the night to do. So that's four attractions. Okay. Um, and let's, just, let's pretend that you, that you do purchase it, Genie Plus. We can talk about okay. whether you should purchase or not later on. But yeah. let's say you do purchase it for Animal Kingdom. It's day of. Yeah. Which one out of the two do you purchase either one, Pandora or, or Everest? It, and you can okay. say no on, on that if you want to. For I mean, for me, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm I'm not doing a lot oh, of let's purchasing. Say, let's say you tell a client. Let's say you tell a client who's been to Disney for what I'm telling, yeah. For what I'm telling a client. Yes. Um, and not to say I wouldn't purchase right. something. It just, mm-hmm. it I go a lot. So a right. little different scenario yep. for me. Yep. But yes, in general, I purchase Flight of Passage. Mm-hmm. Okay. A single rider line Expedition Everest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I love Expedition Everest personally, but of course. the line is not right. usually terrible. Right. So um, my first attraction of the day, or sorry, my, my Genie Plus attraction mm-hmm. Light is yep. Kilimanjaro Safari. Okay. And if I did purchase Flight of Passage, I would actually probably go first thing to Expedition Everest and get in line. Makes sense. I think... And this is also dependent on the family that you are out there, yes. folks. If you're a family that gets there early, gets their rope drop, I'm going to not right. purchase either one. I'm telling you, go straight to Pandora. I mean, yep. typically, if you can, get, if you get there, park up it's at eight, early it's at seven thirty. Get there at seven, maybe a little bit before. I know it's early, but if you get it's there early. early, get on in there. You're going to ride Flight of Passage probably in the first hour, and by yep. by nine thirty, ten o'clock, mm-hmm. it's you're done. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying do that first. If you have to purchase, then purchase that one. If you purchase that one. Kilimanjaro Safari, you should Lightning Lane. I'm probably going to tell you to go to Navi first because hopefully, if you've purchased mm-hmm. if you've purchased Pandora, your your pass will be sometime in the morning, so you'll be all right mm-hmm. there. You know, mm-hmm. go to Kilimanjaro. Uh, end of the night, I probably would do every end of the night. Um, although you can kind of watch that overall, but you can watch that throughout it. the day. Exactly. Uh, and was, we can also make recommendations. Mm-hmm. I should point out, like that's what we'll do is like yes. based on what your family says is a priority. If you're Absolutely. telling me. Listen, we're not going to get to the park till 10 a.m. every day. Right. <laughs> I'm right. going to maybe make different, right. different recommendations. <laughs> what about Hollywood Studios? What do you what do you what do you purchase? What do you lightning okay. lane? What do you head to first? And what do you wait till the end of the night to do? Purchase or rise. Would you would you recommendations? I guess. Uh, purchase rise. Okay. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's. I would rope drop. Mm-hmm. And my first lightning or genie plus pass. Well, for me, I'm picking Tower of Terror because that's like my fave. But probably most people would pick Smuggler's Run. But I'm picking Tower of Terror. (laughs) Any of them you're waiting to the end of the night, you're saying, you know what? Probably the end of the night, you probably will have a shorter line to knock this out. Maybe do this. Um, Honestly, Tower of Terror at the end of the night is usually shorter. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, Falcon toward the end of the night has been shorter, too. That's what I was thinking, too. So, I mean, I I could see an argument either way. So whichever one I decided to basically grab my lightning lane for first... I would do the other one at the end of the night. It just right. kind of probably would depend on my mood. Well, here's what we did. We purchased Mickey Minnie. We purchased that mm-hmm. one. It was only nine dollars versus four fifteen. And again, we're talking right. about ten people. Yeah, it's a little bit of savings. Well, yeah, so, that's it. That's so, a difference. So, yeah. so, but if you're a family of four, it's still just a few bucks. We purchased Mickey Minnie, so that way it was okay. Uh, I would say go to straight, straight to Slinky Dog upon opening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to Lightning Lane, probably Rock and Roller Coaster. So you can do it sometime okay. later on that day. Yep. And end of the night, I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to rise at the end of the night, towards the end of the night. Now, it, it's one of those things, too, If you depending mm-hmm. on your family structure, if you can wait the hour to two, hour and a half or whatever, look at the yeah. times, find when it's a 90-minute wait, and just hop sure. in line and do it. That's your one time for all the entire parks. You're going to wait right. that long for stuff. Um, right. But, yeah, I would just consider doing that. Ma- Magic Kingdom, what do you uh, – what, what do you okay. Are you purchasing? And if so, which one? Which one do you rope drop? Which one do you do at the end of the night? Which one do you lightning lane? Me personally, mm-hmm. I'm not purchasing anything there. Yeah. <laughs> now, Same. I'm not purchasing either one of them. Most, most clients, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell purchase seven dwarfs. Yep. If you're going to purchase one. um, I did, and granted, I was a non-holiday time. I am not paying $7 for Space Mountain. I've ridden no. it 80 zillion no. times. I love Space Mountain. Yep. I am not throwing shade on Space Mountain because that's a must ride for me every single time. Mm-hmm. The line was 35 minutes. Right. I'm good. Like, I waited in line the 35 minutes. 
Um, either I'll rope drop, honestly, but I wouldn't even rope drop that one because mm-hmm. the weight is not terrible. Or right. I'll go at the end of the night when right, the right, lines are shorter. Right. That's fine. Um, I'm probably going to go rope drop Jungle Cruise okay. if it's the Jingle Cruise because <laughs> the uh, line course. gets yep. stupid yep. long. Um, I'm going to go left and I'm going to hit up Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hit up Jungle Cruise, probably Jungle, Peter Pan, good grief. Pirates of the Pirates. Caribbean. Pirates. Thank you. I'm yep, going to hit up Jungle Cruise and then Pirates of the Caribbean because Pirates will always be shorter than Jungle of course. Cruise. Um, what, if I'm talking about j- just a general family and rec- making the recommendations yeah. for a family who you know, likes a little bit of everything. Oh, my, I'm sorry. First Lightning Lane, Big Thunder. I forgot. Big, good, good call. Big call. Yeah. Good call. Um, <laughs> my thought kind of on that is actually, yeah, Lightning Lane, Big Call, uh, Big Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking probably, I would probably tell them to purchase Seven Dwarfs. Uh, with yeah. the amount of things that there is to do there, purchase Seven Dwarfs. I'm heading straight to Peter Pan upon park opening. Knock okay. That's, and that's Peter a good choice, too. Peter Pan Small World, Knockout Together. And I yeah. probably am doing Space Mountain at the end of the night. At the, at the yeah. very end of the night. Or Splash Mountain at the end of the night. Watch your splash times and try to get your Big mm-hmm. Thunder. If you're Lightning Lane's Big Thunder Midday, maybe do Splash you know, first uh, yeah. kind of in the morning. Knock it out and then do Big Thunder. It's all there together. So. See, I liked that when, when I grabbed my Big Thunder Pass, it was for like 10.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And the way that worked was the park had opened. It must have been at 8. So right. I could make another pass at 10 so then i just at 10 i grabbed i don't remember what i grabbed pirates or right. haunted mansion i grabbed you know something else right. so right. that they were sort of stacked up and and that worked out well for me but Final i park. mean when tron opens it's going to be a different story tron's gonna be virtual queue tron's gonna be virtual queue madhouse i mean that's gonna be virtual queue but it'll yeah. probably end up replacing space as the buy yeah, yeah. i, I probably, would imagine it'll probably be 20 bucks a person and I'll buy it in a heartbeat just mm. not to deal with it. I mean, so will I. So yeah. that's fair. Just, well, you're going to get us media passes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk to our friend Marcy. Oh, yeah. Our dear Marcy. And, of course, Rory. She'll put Rory on the phone with Josh. And Josh can't can't uh, can't deny Rory. Nobody can say no to Rory, No, basically. not at all. Not at all. So we'll like, get media she's passes. Like, so just please. Everyone's like, um, yeah, okay, that's fine. That's cool. Final park. And this is more of a tricky one because there is a question. Oh, this one's hard. it. Or not, but let's just say you do. Let's just say the family has purchased for the mm. whole week, including mm. Epcot. Yeah. What are you going straight to? What are you purchasing? If either one, what are you waiting to the end of the night? And what are you, what are you, uh, uh, lightning lining? So if you have not done, gosh, if you haven't done Remy, you're mm-hmm. probably going to want to buy Remy. Yeah. Well, no, let me, let me take it back. You're going to virtual queue Remy. Yes. You're going to try a virtual queue. If you get first. it at seven, I think you'll be able to get the virtual queue. I mean, honestly, it's, not I like think rise. so too. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I had to answer that text. So, um, yeah, I'm probably going to try to virtual queue Remy. I'm going to, like, tag team with with Brady. I'm going to say, you virtual queue Remy because he's really good at that. (laughs) Um, I have no need to ride Frozen, but for my families with children who, like, Mm -hmm. that's a must-do, I'm telling them, just go ahead and buy Frozen. The line isn't terrible, but just go ahead and buy it. I am then going to rope drop Test Track. Mm -hmm. Um. And then, because Soren hasn't been terrible with the three lines, and I'm gonna do, right. um, sorry, I sh- but I'll do my first genie plus mm-hmm. as Soren, okay, um, or vice versa. I could see the argument. I just find the test track usually is running in the morning, right? Whereas by the middle of the afternoon, it might right. have broken down. So I just I prefer that. <laughs> yeah. <method>. Anything you're waiting <laughs> so to the end of the night, or you just telling people, you know what? Oh, end of the night. Of the night so I, I mean, honestly, Soren at the end of the night yeah. is usually well, honestly. Good. There's several of them you could do. There are space, most of them. Most of them. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. walk on almost anything. And yep. and let's be real, Spaceship Earth. Like I'm gonna walk on at some point when the yeah. wait time is low. It's gonna yeah. be easy. I'm kind of the so. same. I probably would tell people to go ahead and buy Frozen. You can walk to Frozen. Mm-hmm. We've done that. But the problem with walking to Frozen, and I've, I've measured this yeah. out, it's a quarter of a mile to Frozen from the front gate. There's nothing else yes. going on there at that time. So then you got to walk back to Future World. So now you've walked a half mm-hmm. mile in the first 30 minutes of your day. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, some, it's like a almost right. actually three quarters of a mile. So I don't know that I recommend rushing to Frozen immediately. I would just buy Frozen. I don't like, like to rope drop bucks, that one bucks. for that reason. Yeah. Uh, buy Frozen. I yeah. probably would well, would rope drop Test Track if it's running. Otherwise, you Soren. I would lightning lane the other yep. one, you know, uh, and just yep. get that done. I like mm-hmm. the idea of going actually straight to Soren um, and, and lightning laning test track because yeah. you're to Soren, you can be Soren, living with the land. Um, Figment is over there. And then pop next That's door and then pop over to, yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And again, with Genie Plus, it's a lot like the should I get Genie Plus question is now a lot like, well, how much does this cost for a Disney trip for my family? Yeah. There are so many sub questions to this. 
what kind of experience would it have? What rides do you like? What rides right. is it must do for you? When are you going? Mm-hmm. Are you going Christmas Day or are you going to go like mm-hmm. August the 14th? I mean, you know, yeah. is, is everybody thrill seekers? Can your kids ride everything? And mm-hmm. that's, those are all the questions we have now with Genie Plus versus, oh, yeah, you should get it. It's cool. I mean, it's there's so many. And that's yeah. why you need I us. mean, I do. Yeah. I do. Th- right. And I, I think it's a good fit for most families. I, I think. Too. You know, I really think that the, for the majority of people, it's going to be something you're going to want. Yeah. And, um, I, and I honestly, I kind of recommend getting it. I've, I've heard other people say they don't recommend it. If you're buying it day by day, I definitely recommend it for Hollywood and Magic Kingdom. Animal Epcot, yeah. kind of a wash, maybe. Um, I'll just add it onto the whole package. And you know, I mean, honestly, yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those things where just do it ahead of time. And mm-hmm. then you don't even think about the price. Yeah, so. Exactly. <laughs> Unless exactly. you're buying. So. That's a good place to wrap up, I think. Uh, Jen, where can we find you on the worldwide interwebs? You can find me at Upon a Star Jen um, on all social medias. And then my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Navani. Very cool. Uh, when you were out, I was having to give that as well. And I was doing it just like you. And I was like, you can find her at, uh, uh, at Upon a Star Jen or Jen underscore Navani. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on all social medias. Find me on Instagram at the Magic on a Dollar. Yeah. Find me on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. And of course, find our show. Uh, find us at uh, online at themsepodcast.com. That's also at Gmail. That's where you can email us. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on mm-hmm. Instagram. We're on all those places. You can contact us at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Like I said, info at uh, uponastartravel.com. Well, basically, we can set you up. And if you're like, Jen, I want to talk to Dave about my trip. Or Dave, I want to talk to Jen about mm-hmm. my trip. Or I want to talk to whatever. We'll be happy to take care of you. I actually met with a client. Jen actually came with me on this. Met with a client this morning about an African safari. And I'm not talking about Kilimanjaro. I'm talking about like Nairobi and Kenya and the real thing. So uh, yes, actual Africa can get you there. The real thing is actually in Africa. So yes. So yeah, we do a lot more than just Disney and Universal. We would be happy to help you. So I think that's a great time. Uh, great place to, to, to wind down here. Jen, I'm glad you're back. Loved Quads Up Teacher Heather, but it's just not the same without Jen on the show. And uh, I am Dave for Jen. Don't forget to thank your Phoenician. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true. Ooh.